0: Are you struggling to get your project off the ground? Is the term research a dirty word? Need help finding more resources?
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Nadine Rosenblum. I am an inquiry coordinator with the Center for Nursing Inquiry. And I'm here today with Maddie Whalen.
0: Hi, Nadine. I'm Maddie Whalen. I'm the evidence-based practice program coordinator with the Center for Nursing Inquiry.
1: Hi there, glad to have you with me today. Um, So I have some questions for you about um, the differences between a resume and a CV. Um, What is the difference?
0: So Nadine, that's a really good question um, that comes up a lot actually. Um, So before we go any farther, I just wanna bring, just say that CV stands for curriculum vitae. Um, So if you're wondering where that came from, it's actually Latin. And I think it means the story of your life, I believe it translates to? Loosely. um And so a CV tends to be a little bit longer, or a lot longer than a resume, depending on your academic history. And one of the big differences between a CV and a resume is a CV is something that you update regularly. So if you are awarded a grant, if you have a publication or a presentation, you should be continuously updating your CV. And it's just a document that you have on hand at all times. And it's a little bit longer, usually anywhere from like two to eight pages. And a resume is something that you, is a little bit more specific to a certain job that you're applying for. And a resume is only one to two pages at most. And it's really more of a snapshot of your job experience and your skills versus the accomplishments you've made in your academic or scientific career.
1: Okay. So that seems like definitely two different kinds of documents. For sure. So when would I use one versus the other?
0: So there is not really a hard and fast rule. Sometimes when you're applying for a job, they will specifically ask you for a CV. And CVs tend to be a little bit more common when you're applying for a role in academia, if you're applying for something that has to do with research. Um, scientific inquiry, things like that, where they really want to see what your impact has been on the field. And that's usually gauged by your amount of publications and presentations. So if you're applying for something in which you want to convey that you've really, you're well published, well established on a certain topic, a CV would be more appropriate than a resume. A resume doesn't have a lot of those elements. A resume is more of just your job experience versus your career accomplishments.
1: Okay, so... When I'm using a resume, what kinds of information would be better on that?
0: So a resume usually starts off with, in um, intent. So usually it has, it's very specific to the job you're applying for. And then you're going to include your education and your relevant job experience. And I don't know, I'm sure you've made plenty of resumes in your lifetime, Nadine, but it's really hard to make it short. Um, they usually want them under two pages, ideally one page. And so trying to distill all of your relevant experience of your whole lifetime on one page is really, can be really difficult. So in some ways, I think actually a resume is harder to put together than a CV because you really have to distill down What's important for the job you're applying for.
1: Mm -hmm. And then on a CV, what kinds of content would be relevant for a CV? Like what can I include or what should I leave off?
0: Uh, For CVs, it's actually, you can look online and they get some templates about what you should include, but sort of as a general um, rule or rule of thumb, you would include your education, um, any grants or awards you'd received. And then what a lot of times will take up the meat of the pages is your publications and presentations. So you can include anything that you've published, whether it's a peer-reviewed journal, an article, um, a letter to the editor, anything like that. As well as if you've participated at any conference poster or podium presentations. And one of the important things to remember is in many of the cases, you aren't going to be the only author on those projects. And so what I like to do is I'll put everything in and I'll make sure I include my name and then I'll bold my name because it's not always the first name that's gonna show up if I'm the third or the fourth author on a paper. I still wanna include it to show that I've been involved in work in that area, but I also wanna make sure that they can see kind of how I was involved and where I was involved in the order of authors.
1: Okay, so I could put um, the fact that I did a poster presentation on my CV as well as a publication.
0: Exactly. So on my CV, I have two separate sections. I have a publication section, and then I have a presentation section. And once you've started to do a little bit more presenting and have become um, done a little bit more in the field, you might eventually want to sort of um, call what you actually have on there. So what's really relevant or the things that you're most proud of or the things that you think are most important. If you've taken the same project in multiple venues and you start to realize that it's really being repetitious on your CV in a way that's not necessarily value added, you can always remove a couple of those presentations to be really the ones that were the highest impact for that specific project.
1: Okay. So it sounds like a CV is a, a bit more um responsive and active depending on the kinds of things that you are doing with your scientific um your scientific life as opposed to or in comparison with a resume which you really only change more so when you change jobs or positions
0: yes exactly
1: okay that's great is do you think there's anything else that we need to know about the difference between CVs and a resume
0: i would just say that one um hint that i have is i try really hard that every time i have a publication or a presentation come out is to add it to my cv because there's been times that i've been asked for a cv and i go to open it up and i realize i haven't updated it in a couple months or maybe even a little longer and then i have to go back and think well what what have i done between now and the last time i published this or i saved this so make sure you're adding them regularly it'll really save you some time in in the long run or some brain power trying to remember what you've done over the last few months. And then I always save it with the date so that I can kind of see the progression of my kind of as my CV, how my CV has grown over the course of the months or years.
1: That's a great tip. I really appreciate that. And that you took some time to speak with us today about resumes and CVs. Thanks Nadine. All right. And remember, if you have any questions, you can email the Center for Nursing Inquiry at nursinginquiry at jhmi.edu, and you can also find our podcasts.